What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Enlightened Athlete Podcast. Today's episode is all about meditation, so strap in for that one. Don't worry, we don't go all woo-woo on you. I just talk about uh, the scientific benefits of it, what it actually is, my experience with it, some of the tools and tactics that I use, and then some further research for you to do if you want to look into it a little bit more. Some teachers, um, like binaural beats, um, some reading, some good guided meditation, stuff like that. So dive into that. Today's episode is brought to you by One Way Visual. Check them out on Facebook. Uh, They are there for all your photography and videography needs. Today's episode is also brought to you by our Amazon banner on enlightenedathlete.com. If you guys haven't yet, uh, head over to enlightenedathlete.com. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter. And then down in the uh, middle of the page now it is, uh, we have a little square. It's just an Amazon banner. If you click on that, it'll take you directly to Amazon. If you shop through Amazon and you decide to use that page as your Amazon page, we get a small percentage of Amazon's profits. So uh, other than that very first time of going in and clicking on that banner, if you bookmark that page, it is of no hassle to you. It's no more cost, no more time. Uh, It just helps support the show a little bit. And uh, for everybody who has done that, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you very much. And uh, we're also brought to you by the internet. So follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook. And uh, we are going to kick this show off with uh, one of my favorite bands to uh, work out to and uh, do a little bit of uh, dynamic meditation to. So this is a tribe called Red. And the song is called Electric Pow Wow Drum. Here we go. So welcome to the Enlightened Athlete Podcast. Uh, This episode is going to be all about meditation. Now, when I say all about, I do not mean the definitive guide to meditation because I am but a child when it comes to understanding meditation. Uh, It is just something that I've done for a long time. Um, And again, a long time is also relative. So I've been doing it for like a decade maybe, but not super consistently. Um, Obviously, as I learned more about it, the more I did it. So the better I got at it as I did it. And uh, I guess I'll just jump right into it. And the way I started was actually with a mindfulness-based stress reduction program from the guy's name is John Kabat-Zinn. It was like a four-part series. Uh, It was actually CDs. It was on a CD and um, I started those. It was like a 40-minute guided body scan meditation, which is something we'll get into later. Just on the different types of meditation, it's not really that important. Uh, it's just they also call it progressive relaxation. So uh, as I started with that, um, it was in a time during my life that was hard. I just lost my mother, and I was looking for some sort of solace 
and peace. So I found it at the right time and it, it helped a lot. And I, w- I had a very stressful environment that I lived in at the time. And uh, the, the mindfulness-based stress reduction, they call it MBSR, uh, was very useful. Um, it was awesome. I would do 40 minutes. I would just lay down in my room. Um, and I, I did it laying down a long time. And I think he instructed in that CD to do that. And you could still find that very program on the internet. Um, he sells it. So uh, he started the uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction program at ooh, some university um, on the East Coast. I can't remember what it is, but he started that there. So it's been scientifically studied multiple times, but um, on a tangent already. So let's talk about what exactly meditation is. That's the question I got a lot. I put something out on the Instagram stories the other day, uh, just kind of asking people what their biggest roadblock to meditating was before they started it or if they haven't started it yet. I got some good answers, mostly just um, a lot of like cultural baggage with it, people being worried about what others are going to think if they start doing it, um, not really understanding what it is or how to do it or where to get started. And a lot of times that's the hardest thing with anything new is just getting started, right? So um, what is it? Well, Basically, uh, Tim Ferriss has been quoted as saying it's a meta skill that just improves everything else. And after we get through this first part here, we're going to talk a little bit about the scientific benefits um, of the studies, what they've revealed, what they support. Uh, So it's a meta skill that improves everything else. Uh, It is a process of cultivating awareness, a practice in becoming more conscious of your thoughts, feelings, habits, uh, the the immediate environment, the feelings in your body, becoming more aware of each thought that passes through your mind and being able to recognize when your mind is wandering and then gently and compassionately bring yourself back to the anchor that you're using to stay more mindful and more present in the current moment. So uh, it's not really about clearing your thoughts, having a you know, a totally empty mind. Uh, I mean, that's not going to happen. That's not the goal. The goal is to be a little bit more aware of thoughts as you as you have them, instead of just running on this unconscious uh, operating system that just continually runs without anybody at the wheel. A lot of times, they say we have sixty to seventy thousand thoughts a day, a day, and most of those thoughts are recurring thoughts that you had the day before and the day before that. So we're basically just one big a walking ball of recurring thoughts and nothing is going to change until you take control of those recurring thoughts. So uh, it's just, I mean, you can use your breath, right? Uh, You can use a body scan like I talked about earlier. Uh, You can use a mantra of some sort. You can use chants, whatever you're using to keep your mind focused on the current moment, right? On the present moment. Um, And like I said, that can vary. So it's just about, I mean, the most simple thing you could do is just start with a guided meditation. Uh, There's tons of apps out there, but basically just start focusing on your breath. Lay down, be conscious of the in-breath. So as you're breathing in, think breathing in or in. And then as you breathe out, think about breathing out, just say out quietly in your mind to yourself and just focus on that in and out, right? Repeatedly over and over and over. And then when your mind wanders, 
you bring it right back to the breath, right? Maybe you focus on where you feel the breath. Maybe it's in your nostrils. Maybe it's as your chest or your belly expands. Maybe it's on the very tip of your nostrils you breathe out, or maybe it's on the way in, whatever. You want to bring yourself back to that anchor, and that's it, right? And then you recognize your mind will wander. You're basically trying to catch uh, wind in a net, right? That's what they say. So that's not that's not the idea of it. Um, but it's just about realizing when you're having those thoughts, being able to be the observer of the thoughts instead of being consumed and overwhelmed by the thoughts. And that will allow you to become less emotionally reactive, less attached to the thoughts. You can hold the thought without having to 100% believe it, and you can let it pass by like a leaf on a stream. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza uh, says, basically, it's when your will gets better than the program, right? So that program is the 60 to 70,000 unconscious thoughts that just come up throughout the brain in the day and you have to train your will to be better than the program and when that happens crazy stuff starts to happen in your mind in your life uh it's interesting but we'll talk about him later so um another interesting fact is top performers in the world um again in tim ferris's book tools of titans i think he said somewhere around 80 or maybe even 90 percent of the top performers in any part of their field, if they were a top performer in their field, had some sort of either morning routine meditation or some sort of mindfulness practice where they focused on some type of meditation, mantra, breathing, whatever, uh, guided body scan. But he said they came in many different uh, shapes and sizes. So you, there's not just one way to do it, right? I, I always say, just start with a guided meditation. That's going to be the easiest thing that you can do. You're not going to have to sit there and wonder if you're doing it right. They just walk you through it. Uh, there's tons of apps out there that you can use. Uh, Calm is one. Headspace is one. I've tried Headspace just a little bit. Insight Timer is one. Um, and then you can look up a bunch of teachers that just on YouTube. They just all have uh, guided meditations on there. So, um, And we will cover those teachers at the uh, last section at the back end of this podcast. We're going to go through that. So I have some sort of semblance of organization here. Um, the other thing people talk about is, like I said, the cultural baggage. And, and, you know, this does not require religious affiliation at all. Uh, I mean, it can if you want it to, but it doesn't have to at all. I mean, it's literally just focusing on your breath and breathing, as far as I know, doesn't have any religious affiliation with it. And nobody can take that away from you or tell you that that's wrong if you're focusing on your breath or going through a guided body scan. I mean, there, there does not have to be any woo-woo in this. It's literally just sitting down and uh, trying to recognize how crazy you are. And when you can do that, then uh, you're going to be a little less crazy. So that's been my experience anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about what other people are going to think. You don't even have to tell people that you're doing it. That's, you don't have to walk around and be like, I'm, a, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm Buddha now. I'm enlightened. So you, just, you don't even have to tell anybody. This is for you. This is self-care. This is taking care of you. Um, and you can do it a multitude of ways. You can do it laying down, like you said. I, I like laying down, doing a body scan and, and laying down. I get super, super relaxed, very deep relaxation, and I love it. Um, like if I didn't get a good night's sleep the night before, I will just lay down and do that. You know, 20 to 30 minutes, boom, done. You can do it sitting up with a guided meditation. You can do it sitting up just focusing on your breath. When you sit up, you know, sometimes you have to, uh, my my friend Chelsea said you have to deal with yourself a little bit more. You're, oh, you know, you have to acknowledge the fact that, oh, my left knee hurts or, oh, my right shoulder hurts. Acknowledge it. Don't get sucked into the thoughts. Don't start to let that heart rate rise and be like, God, I'm not doing this right. I can't do this. This isn't happening. 
You just acknowledge it, let it go, return to the anchor, return to the breath, the in and out breath, return home, Tara Brock calls it, returning home. So uh, she's actually one that you should look up on YouTube. She has a lot of guided ones that are awesome. Um, I mean, there is, you repeat mantras in your head, sitting up or lying down. You uh, can focus on sending out compassion to other people for yourself and then to other people. Um, that is a loving kindness meditation that is, I believe, originally a Buddhist practice. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, you have kundalini. Some people call it kundalini yoga. Some people call it uh, like Osho does a dynamic meditation. Basically, you just jump around to loud music and you do certain things and you fall down. There's a whole series of it if you look it up. Uh, dynamic meditation. That's a different one. Uh, transcend Transcendental meditation. So that's where you repeat a mantra in your head. I believe that the mantra doesn't necessarily have any meaning to you. Like the, uh, the, the example I've heard a couple of times is you just literally lay there and instead of focusing on your breath, you just focus on saying cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger over and over and over again. Uh, that's just an example. I don't know. Uh, I've never done transcendental meditation because you have to pay for it and have a coach. And, you know, uh, I'm just not at that point yet where I've, I've wanted to engage in that, but I've heard very good things about it. So um, and then the other one, uh, Vipassana, right? We just jumped right into the different types of meditation if you haven't caught on yet. Vipassana, um, and that is just focusing on the breath. That's very basic. That's the in and out breath like I talked about at the beginning. That would be your anchor. Um, progressive relaxation, we talked about that. So there is a lot of different ways that you can do it. There's a walking meditation. Uh, some people teach walking meditation, so you're literally meditating while you walk. Some people um just tend to their breath while they're doing the dishes. Some people, I mean, there is no wrong way to do it. Uh, you just have to do it sometimes. So, um, yeah, I just don't be worried about starting. Just start. Download an app. Look up a YouTube video. Ask a friend um, what they use. Or if you don't want to, just YouTube it. The Internet's an awesome thing, so utilize that. And uh, just start. For me, I like to do about 20 minutes, but sometimes I can only get, you know, Five minutes in, seven minutes in, that's better than zero, right? Uh, I prefer 20 though because the first five to 10 minutes, I call it going through the valley of thoughts, the deep valley of thoughts. So you are, you know, fidgeting and you're feeling this and feeling that and thinking about this. And then you start to think about, oh, did I mow or does my mower have gas in it? And where did I leave the mower? And where's my garage door opener? And blah, 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 whatever. Uh, so you get through that valley of thoughts and then you can really start to settle in. So you get the fidgeting out of the way, this and that. Sometimes it's not even five minutes. Sometimes it's two minutes, but whatever. So getting through that initial hump of discomfort and having to be with yourself. Um, and that's kind of why I like eventually moving towards sitting and not having any guided meditation. So you really have to deal with just your thoughts and really tone in. And that allows you to be more tuned in all the time, uh, which is good. So I do that, um, but it is a practice. It is not a perfection, so you are trying to get better at it continuously. Uh, there is no perfect way to do a meditation. There is no perfect meditation. Uh, the experience can be vastly different each and every single time you do it. Uh, just the other day, I actually did a Facebook Live about this, I think, and uh, I got super duper mad during my meditation. Uh, I just, I got really mad. I was just like, I'm not doing this right. This is a waste of time. I didn't get it right. And I said, nope, okay, we're not going to let that happen. So I just calmed myself back down, focused on the breath. And then I got, you know, uh, a fairly good session out of it by the end of it, which I felt relaxed. I felt rejuvenated after. So 
it was a win, but it's just kind of catching yourself in those moments and uh, bringing yourself back to baseline. So enough of me. We're going to move on now to the uh, scientific benefits and some studies. So uh, there, uh, luckily, recently has been a ton of research done on uh, multiple different types of meditation. So I'm just going to run through these here. I wrote some notes down about some sources that I found. So I'm not just filling your guys' brain and ears with bro science. Uh, These are real studies from people much smarter than myself. So, okay, let's see. The uh, meditation, regular meditation, uh, it has had a positive, tangible effect on the amygdala in the brain uh, through multiple studies. Uh, and the amygdala is something that controls emotions, um, memory, basically your fight or flight response. So it, uh, I think it would downregulate the activity of that. So it's not so hyped up all the time. So you have less of a super high stress response to something like if you're prone to uh, being super anxious or stressed out all the time. It, uh, meditation has had a, a positive effect on that system. Um, it has been found to lower blood pressure, uh, reduce production of cortisol, uh, which is the stress hormone which just eats up your muscles and helps you not sleep good and get you fatigued. Um, that Those studies uh, were from the National Institute of Health and the American Heart Association, uh, so that's a big deal. Um, regular meditation will provide improved concentration, improved working memory, uh, increased emotional regulation, which is a big one for a lot of people. Um, even if you are not outwardly expressing yourself, you're holding it in, you're sitting across from your coworker, your boss, and you're like, oh, wow, I would love to throttle them right now. And you, your heart rate raises, your stress levels go up, you're going to have better emotional regulation. So you're going to be able to say like, yeah, okay, that's fine that they did that. That's I'm not going to let that be such a big deal. So yeah, you're going to be a little more zen, right? But um it's also been found that it leads to a reduction of anxiety in people with anxiety disorder. So if you are a very anxious person, meditation is going to benefit you. Um, oh, and with the anxiety, there was 25 studies. Uh, this would be called a meta-analysis, where they review multiple studies for once and then put all the findings together. Uh, it showed statistically superior outcomes in the meditation group versus a control group, which... I mean, doesn't really say how much they meditated or what they did or what the other people were doing, but the people who were studied doing meditation uh, had a positive effect on their anxiety symptoms. Uh, here we go. The MBSR, Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, led to decreased symptoms of physical pain, mental disorders, and personality disorders. So uh, not only is this helping you uh, cognitively and emotionally, but it actually reduces perception of physical pain in a lot of cases. Uh, This one specifically was from JAMA, the Journal of uh, American Medical Association. This was 47 studies of a meta-analysis. Effects of meditation on anxiety, depression, and pain were significant. Uh, That's physical pain as well. So uh, very, very impressive. Um, let's see, we can keep going just a little bit here. So out of Sam Harris's book, uh, Waking Up, Sam Harris is a neuroscientist. Uh, there was a meta-analysis that found mindfulness improves immune function, blood pressure, cortisol levels, led to reduced anxiety, reduced depression and neuroticism, and 
less emotional reactivity, uh, also greater behavioral regulation. Uh, so basically, it improves everything, which is fantastic, which is what we're looking for. So um, you can find much more information out there on that, but all of that is obviously studied in a scientific uh, uh, way. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't really have a lot of religious affiliation, so it doesn't have to be woo-woo. Like, this just has physical and mental benefits that are found in a research setting with no affiliation to any type of uh, religion. So, uh, does not have to be woo-woo, which is awesome, right? Okay, so, let's see. We are moving on. Well, we kind of talked about the... Uh, apps a little bit you know the insight timer is a good one calm is another one i think you can use that for free but there's obviously upgrades on all of these uh headspace is a good one um here's here's an interesting one that i've not heard a lot of people talk about well i have heard a lot of people talk about but not so much in the meditation realm i guess i don't know uh binaural beats so what those are are certain frequencies of beats and you have two different uh, beats in each headphones. They have to be that to be done with headphones or, or earbuds, um, and they have a specific kind of frequency in them. And as you have the two different ones in each ear, it makes your brain waves sync up to uh, either alpha, beta, theta, or delta. Um, and you can find much more research on that. Uh, on the internet and probably better explain that I could do it here but uh, I use binaural beats a lot of times if I'm not doing like a uh, guided meditation sometimes I'll do just binaural beats I'll just put those on there's all sorts of tracks you can get them on uh, iTunes YouTube has them there's a lot of people who make them uh, Corey Allen is a producer of these beats that are fantastic um, he has a podcast called the Astral Hustle so check them out. Um, check out his binaural beats. Those are amazing. I love using those when I'm studying or if I'm trying to get some work done or if I'm just trying to meditate. He's got a lot of different kinds out there, and they're super, super awesome. So I highly recommend that. Um, there's another app out there. This is just on the iPhone. It's called Oak Meditation App. I think it's from Kevin Rose, um, but that's a pretty good one as well. Oh, and uh, there was another one I wanted to talk about. It is actually from Tony Robbins. He calls it his priming exercise. I think it's like 15 minutes long-ish. Um, and he says that meditation isn't like the best thing for him to sit and do nothing is what he calls it, which is strange but because um, uh, a lot of people find a lot of benefit in it. But if it's just not going to work for you, uh, he goes through, he has a, I think it's, if you just type in Tony Robbins priming exercise, into the Google machine, you will uh, find that audio track on there and you can go through that. I've done that a bunch of times and it's actually super awesome because you do start to focus on your breath. Uh, he does a little bit more of the active breath work, kind of like, oh, Wim Hof, uh, which is another one I should probably talk about, um, but not for this podcast. So uh, the priming exercise for him is really good. It starts out with breathing and then you start to focus on your heart and how it, you know it's radiating out positive feelings throughout your body and then you think about some things that you're grateful for think about some good energy send it to yourself send it out to other people uh it's a pretty powerful experience and then he goes and he hops in a uh, cold dunk tank he's got a plunge pool in his backyard he says i take a cold shower every morning so 
that cold water really does make a difference. But that is a sidebar. Uh, yeah, so check those out. Um, so now let's get down to the nitty-gritty of why I'm doing this whole podcast in the first place because I'm doing a 21-day meditation challenge. It's not really a challenge. It's just something to kind of hold me accountable to make me a little bit more regular with my meditation because when I was in high school doing it, I think I did it for like 30 days straight. And I felt like a different person by the end of it, you know, uh, just just more relaxed. It wasn't like I was walking around on water or anything like that. I just felt a little more relaxed. I felt a little more calm, a little less uh, uh, victim to any random thought that passed through my mind and had to run with it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I have these immediate harsh reactions and I, I don't always do a great job of uh, holding back. Uh, my internal thoughts I just kind of uh, can be kind of brash sometimes so uh, it's good for me to uh, calm down a little bit I felt really good so I figured hey you know um, saw that benefit and I wanted to continue with that so uh, as I've started the business things have gotten crazy so I just wanted to hold myself a little bit more accountable and just say hey you know what for the next 21 days I'm going to meditate for at least 10 minutes And it's not a matter of finding 10 minutes. It's a matter of making 10 minutes. There is scientific like research out there saying that your brain can be positively changed uh, by meditating for 7 to 11 minutes only. You don't have to do any more than that. So might as well hit 10, right? Um, At least 10. I like to do 20. But uh, if I don't have time, I can get at least 10 and I'll make 10 minutes for that. It's either if I wake up a little bit earlier or have to go to bed. 10 minutes later, big deal. That's a great way to get ready for bed too. But um, yeah, just making the time to do that. And then what I'm doing is I'm going to change the method that I use throughout the 21 days, just try to get it in. There's going to be days that I'm going to want to uh, do it a little bit more so I can go maybe 30, 40 minutes on a, a body scan, get a little bit deeper. Maybe I have 10 minutes to just do a Vipassana where I'm just breathing in and out, focusing on the breath. Um, so I'm going to kind of alter those methods throughout the 21 days, uh, get a minimum of 10 in. And then I plan on, uh, just kind of, uh, jotting down some notes and thoughts about the experience. Uh, I'm going to use the madness planner from one of my personal training clients, actually Jocelyn, uh, check them out on Instagram as well. Madness planner. Uh, it's actually a super awesome planner. It's got a bunch of different stuff in there. Uh, check it out for sure. Um, yeah, so I'll kind of just jot some notes down about that with each session. I'm going to definitely try to not make excuses for this because the reason I was doing it was, uh, like I said, to get a little bit more uh, consistent and have some more discipline around this practice. Um, and then I guess just some uh, final notes on my experience with meditating over the last 10 years, 11 years it's sometimes the days that you don't want to do it the most you feel so agitated and so edgy and so amped up that you don't feel like you have time to sit down and do it it's the last thing you want to do and your mind is racing and then 10 minutes into it or 20 minutes into it later it it's one of the best sessions that I've had in a long time and it's something that I needed so sometimes the ones that you resist the most are the ones that you need the most and turn out to be the best so just stay consistent with it if you're going to do this. Um, if you want some support or have any questions or anything, reach out to me on uh, Instagram at Enlightened Athlete. Find us on Facebook, Enlightened Athlete. You can go to enlightenedathlete.com and send us an email, um, whatever. I mean, if, if you guys want to start a group, uh, maybe we could start some sort of Facebook group or something if there's enough interest in that. But 
uh, just let me know. Um, and I will post this podcast hopefully, what is tomorrow? Well, it doesn't really matter because you're going to listen to this whenever you want. That's the joy of podcasts. So, um, yeah. Okay. Final thing. Some further reading. If you would like to, uh, John Kabat-Zinn, the mindfulness-based stress reduction, um, CD set that's now online digital, uh, look into Jack Cornfield. He is a Buddhist teacher. That's awesome. Sharon Salzberg is great. Uh, Tara Brock. I think that is T-A-R-A-B-R-A-C-H. Tara Brock. Uh, she has a bunch of guided meditations on Insight Timer as well as YouTube. Um, I already talked about Corey Allen with the binaural beats. Uh, and if you really want to go down a super, super cool rabbit hole, Joe Dispenza. J-O-E his last name is D-I-S-P-E-N-Z-A, I believe. So look into Dr. Joe Dispenza. He actually was in a uh, pretty bad, he was on his bike and he got hit by a car and he basically destroyed his spinal column. And uh, he was able to, he opted out of this surgery. They said he'd never walk again. And he basically says, he says that he rebuilt his spine uh, just through visualization. Um he explains all this much more eloquently than I ever could. But if you would like to go down a rabbit hole, definitely check out Joe Dispenza. It is pretty crazy. The power of thought and belief in visualization. Um, it's something I've been playing with more and trying to work in actually to this meditation. So this meditation challenge with a little bit of visualization. So uh, check that stuff out. I don't think there's anything I forgot. I actually took notes this time because I'm a professional. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any questions, reach out and uh, I'll talk to you guys next time.